Welcome to this story, Pilgrim. Episode 4, The Saint's Way, from Padstow to Foy. Where's that? It's in Cornwall. The Saint's Way is an ancient route used by pilgrims and traders dating back centuries. The modern route was opened in 1986, making the most of the Cornish countryside. But I wasn't in Cornwall to begin with. I was at home in Brighton. So, of course, I had to make my way there. And, of course, the mind started wandering and we get my thoughts on the road. Right, it is 4.30 in the morning. So, uh, we have about a four and a half hour drive ahead of me. So, let's... Uh, Let's do that and see how this today goes. So um, still still going. I've got about 70 miles to go. I'm at Exeter Services. And I'm actually feeling quite nervous about this walk. Um, I'm sure I'll talk about it. It's just a couple of days, just 30 miles. But, this uh, country really is so green. Now I know I know Ireland's greener. That's another thing. But as I'm driving down here, I um, I'm on the A35. Oh no, A38 now, uh, going to Bodmin, and it's just stunning. There's trees, grass. I mean, anything green really. There's just lots of green, like. Fields and fields. So I am now officially the furthest I have ever been in this country. Furthest west, I should say. The furthest. That doesn't really make much sense, does it? The furthest west I've been in this country. I will be going a little bit further west when I go up to Padstow. I am in Bodmin. I'm actually at Bodmin Parkway Station. The Bodmin and Wenford Railway. Steam trains in the heart of Cornwall. So the first part of the journey is uh, done. I am now on the bus going up to Padstow. This should take about an hour and ten minutes or so. And then we can start the walk. Padstow is a natural harbour and the Saints Way starts at St Petrock Church. The church has been on this site since the 6th century. Now this area is new to me, and I loved being in a new area, but it also meant that I had no idea how to pronounce certain names. Try and count how many different ways I pronounce the final destination. Foy. Fo. Foy. There's probably more in there. Yeah, let's go outside, and uh, we can have a chat about the Saints' Way. So we come out here into a beautiful, absolutely stunning graveyard. The church, the clock tower, it's a ba very basic church, but the, the clock tower is uh, all, s I think that's like slate. Looking around the graveyard, the graveyard is absolutely packed. It goes up a hill and there's beautiful uh, conifer trees mixture of trees in here but you can see several of the cornish crosses whenever i think of cornwall one of the things i do think of apart from cornish pasties straight away is the cornish cross and you can see several of them 
around the graveyard here. Well, the Saints Way has been going for probably six, seven hundred years. And the saints that would have walked this route would have been the Irish, Welsh, Scottish saints that have taken down the boat from wherever they are across the sea. And instead of them taking the boat around Land's End, it was too dangerous for them. It was easier for them to get off at Padstow and walk from the North Cornish coast, we're mid Cornwall here, down to the South Cornish coast at Fowey and take the boat across to France. Why? Why am I doing it? Why did they do it? Why did they feel they needed to go to Santiago? Uh, why am I doing this now? It's been a couple of years since I did St. Cuthbert's Way. A couple of years. It was only an episode ago. Only the first two episodes. We're on episode four now. Hello. Don't worry. It's all right. Go on. Go on, no worries. Okay. Um, why did the dog react that way? And uh, it makes it quite funny how the gentleman just stands there. It's like, just keep walking, mate. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything. Why is it taking me two years to do another walk? Honestly, I, I, I don't really have an answer for that. I have excuses, but that's not really an answer, is it? Um, yeah. The, mo the most important thing is is that I am doing it now and I am going to reconnect to uh, my love of walking, um, my love of uh, being out in nature um, and just seeing what happens. Actually, I would say my love of, of spontaneity, of just going for it. Um, so we're going to start off, we're going off to Lanivet is the destination for today that's halfway along the saints way and uh yeah let's enjoy enjoy the walk and uh i find my first way marker dennis road we are heading out of padstow like i said this is technically the furthest west i have been in this country looking over to my left now i can see the river Camel going inland and here we have what I would call our first proper way marker the others were just signs saying Saints Way this way this one is the yellow arrow and it has the Cornish cross on it walking out of Padstow I had my first chance to have a turn around and have a good look at Cornwall So I've walked up the first little hill, the first field outside of Padstow really and you get a stunning view turning around back at the estuary of the River Camel. Uh, a few cliffs on the other side over there, right down by where it joins the sea. There's sandbars out there, you can see people out on the sandbars either uh, just playing around or doing some sort of looking for cockles or mussels or whatever but I've picked I've been lucky and I've picked the absolutely beautiful day for it it's absolutely stunning so we're walking along we've cut away from the river camel 
and we're following the Lime Pretheric Creek. So we're probably about a couple of hundred feet above it. So you get a beautiful view looking down into the Estrian. As I may have already mentioned, the tide is out. So it's ah, just getting over a stile here. It, uh, it really does show you the difference between high tide and low tide. I'm guessing that we are right at low tide right now because it is very low and just lots of mud either side. Um, very well cultivated area, lots of fields with, uh, there's, I think it's Christmas trees over in that one. Uh, this field I'm walking through now is all furrowed. That doesn't seem to be, seems to have already been harvested. Whatever was in here, I did see a couple of fields of rye, but there's cattle, there's sheep, there's horses. Um, there seems to be quite a rich variety of agriculture happening in this area. Why has it taken me two years to get back out on a pilgrimage? Thoughts about that and also thoughts about where I am now, both physically and mentally. Life really just gets on top of you, doesn't it? I uh, finished doing my masters and was a little bit uh, not lost, but had options as to what I could do. Having lived in America for eight years prior to doing my master's, there was a thought of going back to America. There was the thought of staying in London. Uh, there was thought of going elsewhere, wherever it would lead me. And you now I applied for various jobs that I thought would... Um, enhance what I did on my masters, use what I did on my masters to to move forward and as I was applying for those jobs I uh, applied or saw an advert for British Airways cabin crew and I was one of those one click apply things, didn't even think about it, just clicked on it and off went the, the application. I probably applied for about 35 jobs altogether during that period British Airways were the only people to interview me. Uh, got a lot of just silence from a lot of the job applications I put in. I got a couple of uh, no thank you. The, due to the due to the high calibre of uh, of entrance, we have decided not to pick you, which makes you feel kind of crap because you're like, oh, you're saying, you know, I didn't reach that calibre basically. Uh, oh, it's quite steep going down here. Um, again, thankful that somebody's put steps in here, but they're quite steep steps. For the past 16 months, I have been working as cabin crew with British Airways, going all over the world, basically. It's a great job. I'm very, very lucky and fortunate to have it. It's also taking me away from the things that I love. It takes me away from... It's really pulling me away from my acting and that kind of has taken over which has sort of like stopped me from doing walks from pursuing uh, the story pilgrim further 
Um, I've had some a little bit of luck on my acting side. So yeah, so why have I left it so long? Just because of circumstances, really. Circumstances that are kind of in my control, but also kind of not. Um, it is hard to follow something, follow a passion that uh, that doesn't pay you anything. <laughs> that that you know you do it because you love it. I do this because it uh, it warms my heart uh, and helps me um, with my mental health as well and my emotional health. Right, we are. Okay, we're going to drop down. There's going to be a path going off here. I think in just a few steps. Ah, here it is. The Saints Way. There we go. I was worried that I might stay on the, the road for a bit too long, but no. Got it. Um, yeah. I'm probably going to unpack quite a lot on this walk because a couple of months ago I did start having therapy or seeing a therapist. Um, just because I think we should all have somebody else that we can talk to at the track to go by without the distractions of tractors, things like that. Hello, hey. It's really interesting how you can, your mind can really govern your physicality your emotional state your spiritual state it's very powerful again i will always come back to the same things because that's what these walks do bring you back to uh, to the basics to the present that is one thing that i have fallen out with over the last couple of years it's a gradual descent you do even if it's just a day walk it helps you to reconnect and then if you don't keep that up for me personally it is then just a slow descent back to worrying about the future worrying about the past and not being present oh there's a beautiful garden now coming up there's some cottages here and they've got apple trees pear trees and uh, all kinds of beautiful colored daisies and there's goods squashes pumpkins wow that is a, a real work of art yeah beautiful begonias and uh, wow that's gorgeous that's somebody somebody's put in a lot of work there and, and they know what they're doing as well it's a little wildlife area Fallen out with the present. That's a little bit sad, but do you see how nature just pulled me right back to the present? Oh, talking of nature. Just turned a corner and there was a kestrel right in the field, just sat there, he just took off. Oh, she, it, it's a lovely sight. Don't see that in Brighton. Although we did get a baby seagull stuck in our courtyard a couple of weeks ago. 
fell in. A courtyard's only small, it's like high walls either side, like the lowest wall is probably like 12 foot high and the seagull, baby seagull just fell in. I was hoping it would be able to get itself out but it, it didn't and I tried to get it but it just ducked down in the corner and underneath all the pots and stuff so we had to get a man come and take it away he uh, he took it away in this cardboard box and now every baby seagull we see Lucy that's my girlfriend says oh is that our seagull no our seagull's probably dead you got to be realistic about these things don't you oh there's lots of poo here it stinks I'm sure the baby seagull is fine I then came across three locals having a picnic and I finally found out how to pronounce my final destination. And then, so you walk to Foy, don't you? Just to say, yeah, is that how you pronounce Foy? it? Yeah. Foy. I'm not sure how you Oh my god, like, you'll love Foy. 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 You'll Foy. love Foy then. Foy. Is, it, is that nicer than Hadsworth? Both as uh, nice yeah, as. Yeah, different, but it's just as nice this one, everything. Yeah. 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 yeah, no, yeah, don't put the point unless that's it. That's, yeah. It's just a short walk. Wow. Yeah. And then how do you, what do you do about transport? So now I know, foy. But still listen to how many different ways I do say that final destination. I don't know if it's my dyslexia or if it's just me being silly. Now it was time for some refreshment and reflection. I'm just picking some, um blackberries here. Mm. Oh, they're so nice. It's so sweet. Mm. Just hope a dog hasn't peed on them. They still taste alright though. I love the challenge of it going into, yeah, it's not exactly the unknown, but it's, you know, the challenge of never having done it before, going to places never been and just uh, seeing what happens the spontaneity of it all being in the moment and being present and being aware uh, when you are in this situation where you're like okay I've got to get from A to B and I've got to follow this route you do stick to that so I do I love that side of it as well I was coming to the end of day one and I finally made it to my bed for the night. A beautiful bed and breakfast, St. Bennett's Abbey, ran by Jenny, a lovely Filipino lady who was just a delightful host. Perfect place to rest. I got settled in and had a very quiet evening in and soon was sound asleep, thinking of all those things that had happened today, but mainly why. over a little stream to get into uh, St. Bennett's Abbey. Hello, Hello. is it Jenny? How are you? Hey, I'm Darren. Darren. Yeah, pleased to meet you. Oh, pleased to meet you. So uh, how did, how, how, what did you do? The next morning, I had my breakfast, said my goodbyes to St. Bennett's Abbey and Jenny left Lanivet behind and walked up a lovely little hill. 
coming up to the top of the hill coming out of Lanivet and it is a beautiful little country lane banked each side by about five foot of earth and then these gorgeous trees that just make a, a natural archway as you're walking up so so again I've said said it before yesterday it's so green it is absolutely delightful and uh, sort of creates its own little ecosystem as you're walking underneath it um, it's very cool yeah it's only what time is it 8 35 in the morning so the day hasn't really got going yet but little rows like this they're just absolutely delightful they take you off um, to many different places even though they're only leading to one A little later I met Jake, the first person walking in the same direction as me. He's not walking the Saints way. Jake is 28 and he had a lot of interesting stories to tell of fascinating insights. And I was a very hard cocaine user. Okay. For a long time. Yeah. Possibly I think I'd always been an addict. I don't think you're ever born. Sure. I think you're either born one way or the other personally. Yeah, yeah. You've either got it in you or you haven't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some, like, and like, obviously trauma can trigger it, but I think it was my nan passing that triggered it for me. Okay. Personally. Sure. Two, 2016, I'd never taken anything before that year. <clears throat> yeah. The year she passed away, I did. Right. Yeah. I'd just say it's finding, I'm not that spiritual. I'm getting more into it as the day goes on. Okay. Um, I live my life a lot, a lot different than what I used. It's like a 360. I was up in Swindon because of my drug problem. I moved away. I had to move away. Yeah. Come back. And then all of a sudden, boom, bang. Yeah. Don't know what happened, how it happened, but you're not if it will ever not. happen again. But yeah. I've taken drugs once in the last six months. That's great. Um, I don't drink anymore. Yeah. I do this stuff every day. That's brilliant. Go for cold water dips every morning. Like I'm up early, early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I want to live my life to the most balanced I can. Yeah. I want to get to this point some stage where I can do something and then do what I want to do without having to worry about doing that nine to five every day, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because it's tough though, isn't it? It's very tough. Yeah. And this is just the beginning of my journey. Yeah. But obviously going, coming from where I came from to where I am now, it's been an amazing journey so far. Yeah, known about. Childhood, I used to be spending eight evenings, hours up here when I was a child. Really? Yeah, yeah. and then obviously I didn't then sort of you have points in your life where you just go off and do your own thing and you forget about the things that yeah. really mean the most because as a child you are so free yeah like there is yeah. no no worries that is you that is the real you what yeah. you we have in the uk are they in this area yeah well yeah plenty of adders down in cornwall yeah yeah there's a saying <laughs> in cornwall it's called tz as an adder dream someday that's very true is there do i inherently have a dream that i need to go to no um there is a dream that there is there is an end goal. Yeah. There is a dream. But do I know what it is? No. That's so fun though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Jake and I parted ways on the top of Hellman Tor. I continued on my way to Foy, but for the next couple of miles I just needed to walk in silence, reflecting and absorbing all that Jake had to offer. Meeting someone like Jake and then being able to take it all in while being surrounded by nature really is a great icing on the cake. And as I continued on my way, I started to think more about the saints that went before me, why they were there, and why I was here right now. aspect of nature that I have seen a lot of on this walk is butterflies. Quite a lot of red admirals and uh, are they called cabbage whites? Is that, is that what they are? It surprises me how fast a butterfly can travel. They'll be like fluttering around and then they just do one little dart of their wings and they will shoot away. Just come across another gate that uh, makes you feel like you shouldn't go through it the way that it's all put together the the latches and everything and it's definitely the right way to go um it then makes me think about the history of this way of the saints way when you're talking about irish welsh scots coming through in the 14 15 16 1700s oh it's a beautiful view just looking down now, I think Foy is down in that dip down there. There's a beautiful wood and I can see a river going over there. It's a bit hazy. I mean, it's clear, but it's hazy. That is stunning. Um, but yeah, just thinking about like these people traveling through and the locals probably would have maybe thought of them as travelers and not really understanding why these people are doing what they're doing. Um, so the kind of does the kind of gets that feeling that yeah we have this thing I've, I've bumped into several people oh we're doing the saints way the saints way they kind of know that it's here but they kind of don't want it to be here and that's the kind of feeling I get from doing the saints way it's like it's here but we really wish it wasn't and you imagine what it would have been like for those pilgrims way back then like in a foreign land probably you know the hostility towards them and they're just they just they're doing what they feel is right for them it's really interesting that i had those feelings they were very strong and they were very real to me my mind was wondering was it just my imagination or something else then nature did it again. 
pulled me back to the present. And I get my first glimpse of the River Foy. It's quite, uh, well it looks like the tide's in because it's much, much uh, bigger than the, the camel uh, and the uh, little Pretherick Creek. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it looks like the tide is coming in because all of their boats are pointed uh, inland. Or actually, no, that means they were going out. Was, it, was that in or out? Oh, I don't know. All the boats are pointing upriver. So, answers on a postcard, please, to uh, the Story Pilgrim. Oh, it looks lovely. Uh, really opening up now. Lots of little boats out there in the river. See across to the other side. Bert and Rosie have been very kind and put a bowl of water out here for your dog. What about me? I have needs too. Oh, thanks Bert and Rosie. Still got about three quarters of a mile to go, but I am coming up to the sign. Welcome to the ancient town of Foy. Finally, it's only been 30 miles and two days, but I made it to Foy and the end of the Saints Way. And here we are at St. Fimbrus, the parish church of Foey. One little girl there hiding behind one of the gravestones as they play hide and seek. very cool in here. This is probably one of the bigger churches full of uh, stained glass. I'll grab a seat for a second. Oh and there we are. Uh, we made it from Padstow to Foe from church to church, from St. Petroc to St. Fimbrus, the church of St. Fimbrus or St. Nicholas. The dedication of this ancient church has caused some confusion as the church was originally dedicated to St. Barry. By the late 13th century, documents referred to the saint as Fimbrus in Latin, yet local people appear to prefer the initial name. I definitely prefer the initial name, St. Barry. I mean, it's the Chuckle Brothers, isn't it? You know, to me, to you, to you, to me. How can you not not want that for your church? St. Barry was reputed to be buried at Foey. Well, there you go. Good old Bazza. Um, thanks for having this church, even though it's not named after you anymore. Um, but yeah, this is an old church. And like I said, I can imagine the pilgrims feeling a great sense of relief getting this far. And also, I think, a great sense of relief of leaving behind those two days, or one day, or three days, however long it took them to get down from Padstow. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I, uh, I've been talking a lot about why. Why do we do pilgrimages? Why do I do it? Why did they do it? This time round, for me, it's been a long time coming. Shouldn't have left it that long. I really need to keep on top of this now. That's important to me. That's what's going to help me tick. That's what Jake is finding. To make the most of it. To make the most of this moment right now. 
that is the thing, isn't it? Staying present, staying mindful of our environment and nature. It teaches us so much. It really does. I can't stress that enough. It really does. It shows us it shows us what this planet is all about. And sadly we are neglecting that. If you get a chance, get out there. Go for a walk, even if it's in your local park. Just go and do it. You'll thoroughly enjoy it. Nature really is a great educator. I need to remember that. And by going for a walk, that's how I am reminded. The Saints Way is short and sweet. It's kind of angry, but maybe that was just the way I was feeling. Join us again. Thanks for listening. The Story Pilgrim was written and produced by Darren Hill. Original music composed and performed by Anya Backer. For more information about The Story Pilgrim, Darren and Anya, go to thestorypilgrim.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at thestorypilgrim.com.